In this episode, we will be discussing suicide as it relates to some of the potential hauntings at the location mentioned. If this is a topic that could potentially harm or upset you in any way, feel free to skip this episode. The number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline will be listed in the episode description in the event that you or a loved one is in need. Hi. What's popping? Um, nothing much. I'm really excited to record this episode. Me too. Um, I've been editing the Halloween episode, and it's it's good. Chef's kiss. Oh, it's so much excited. fun. It's fun. Halloween. Yeah, we got, a, we got a, a long, long episode coming out on Halloween. A little Halloween special, yeah. little treat. A pandemic special. Because <laughs> Halloween is so sad this year, you know. Yeah, it is sad. But what are you gonna do? Uh, Arabella and Beza, we like we're quarantining for two weeks, all of us, and then we're all gonna hang out and they're gonna like stay over a couple nights and we're just gonna watch spooky movies and yeah, not dress up. <laughs> Probably not. You're Except not? I kinda think, I'm surprised. Well by no, that. I know, but I think what would be really fun is to like is to like do like um like a timed challenge where everyone has an hour to go like raid my closet and find something to wear and then we just like guess who each other That's is. That's fun. That's like yeah. kind of what we did for the Halloween episode for this. It was like all like found yeah. materials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what are you doing for Halloween? I don't know. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> Nothing. Just kidding. Yeah, it's pretty I'll sad. I'll probably do it's something, sad. but I don't Yeah, I mean, at least like yet. watch spooky movies. Yeah, I'll probably just watch movies. Yeah. Honestly, if like the weather's nice enough, maybe we could do like a backyard movie because I have this oh. stuff right now. Yeah, well, remember last year it snowed on Halloween for the first time? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It snowed on Halloween and then not again at all until New Year's Eve. <laughs> that was the... You're right. And You're oh, right. Like those that two was the, nights. And then, of course, yeah. like January, February, yada, yada. It was like a disaster. Yeah, yeah. But I have, I have high... Okay, I probably should check these hopes, but I have really high hopes for winter this year because like because time is dissolving more and more each day, winter's going to like fly by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure it'll like, it hopefully will feel like the, it'll, it'll either feel like the shortest winter ever or like the longest, but I'm really (laughs) leaning towards shortest. I think short because everything, like the past, what, seven months have gone by so fast to me. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And that's what I'm hoping for. Continue Mm -hmm. to continue. Yeah. Um, Also, I do feel like we should update our loyalistness um, on me getting a DOG. Oh my god! Yeah, because because we have like the whole episode about like me talking about wanting a pet that sleeps at the foot of my bed, and about um, update mm, picking up a dog in November, and I'm so so excited. So exciting! Should we I was not also like the name yet. Okay, well I don't know if I'm meeting a boy or a girl, but is the name's either going to be Mando if it's a boy, or Ahsoka if it's a girl. Those are both Star Wars names, and everyone like not everyone, but a lot of people hate the name Ahsoka, but. First of all, Who? it's a beautiful name. Show I don't know. People me. are like, people, <laughs> my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she doesn't hate the name. Um, but, you know, uh, the character is too iconic. And also, I think it's a really pretty name. But anyway, what I was going to say is watch me get too. a dog that like doesn't want to sleep on the bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, after 25 years of just like wanting that more than anything, my dog's just going to be like, mm, I'll take I'll take the, like, the dog mm, bed. I'd rather not. 
But I'm excited. And Daisy's going to have like a little I'm brother. A little brother. Or sister. Cousin. Cousin. Um, she was a nightmare this morning, I will say. What happened? She's so cute though. I'm looking at her sleeping. Um, <laughs> she just woke me up and like was just jumping all over me and like running around, jumping on me and like. We'll have to take it. You would be kind of cute is if we like got a picture of them together and they're like the little like ghost light mascots. <gasps> I love that. I know. We have I to love that. Ha- have a play date for them. Yeah. And we should like put like little witch hats on them. Yeah. Oh, oh and they can be that's the ghost what I'm light. doing for Halloween. I'm getting Daisy oh. a Halloween costume. Hell yeah. What are you looking at? I don't know. Target. <laughs> No, 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 not where are you looking, I know, but, but I, oh, I heard Target I has really good. Yeah, really that's good what I, I've heard that Target has really good Halloween costumes from Darcy, our friend who has that. a cute dog who wears cute Halloween costumes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go to Target and look. I don't know what yet. I don't want to get something too restrictive, you know? Yeah, I do. I think the whole costumes on animal thing is dodgy at best. Yeah. I'm not saying like, don't dress up your dogs. I don't really care, but I also like. Well, Some costumes are like, mm, don't think they don't want to be wearing that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just got an, a suggested ad for um, like cat bandanas, like Halloween bandanas. And it's just like, it's like a little like magnet or Velcro or something. You just put it around its neck. Oh. And they're cute. I mean, they just like have little spiders on it and stuff. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I'll look into it. Oh, wait. Also, welcome to Ghost Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Lena. <laughs> and I am Chase. Welcome to Ghost Light. <laughs> Um, <laughs> welcome. I mean, Yikes. here's your, your belated welcome. Yeah. Belated welcome. And I guess I was like kind of my fault because I am your guide <laughs> this evening mm. for this episode, which was written by Mercedes again. Mercedes. She's prolific. Yeah. She's getting some good work lately on Ghost yeah, Night. I feel yeah. like she's prepped the past couple scripts and I think, oh, and the next script, the Halloween special we, we worked on together. So. Oh yeah. You and her. Yeah. Wait, have I told the story of how I met Mercedes? <gasps> no, it's kind of a weird story. It's crazy. Okay, so this was like last September. We went to Berlin for a friend's birthday. And Berlin is a, we didn't go to Berlin, <laughs> Germany. We went to Berlin, which is a club. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that Berlin's getting um, immortalized in this fucking yeah. podcast. Um, it's a club in Chicago. Um and they have a photo booth and Darcy and I were like drunk, like drunk, 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 took a photo in the photo booth with like these random strangers that we like met in line and like hit it off, you know, <laughs> and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. flash forward to like a month ago. So like almost a year later and I have the photo booth photo and I realized that it's Mercedes who just recently joined CTC, joined the company. And so like yeah. I met her recently and then looked at this photo and realized that I took this <laughs> photo booth photo with her like Ooh. a year ago and didn't I even know it, it was her. And it's the cre- it's so wild. It's so good. That I love stories like that. It reminds me of like those stories of people like who get married and then they find out that there's yeah. like a picture of them and like little. he's in the background of like her like when they were little. Bitch. Yes. Those stories give me life i'm still waiting for blake and i's picture like one day we'll find a picture of like you're like looking through all of your childhood photos yeah yeah so i just i love i love stories like that so fun i know it's so cool it's like very serendipitous Mm -hmm. yeah so let's get started yeah let's get into it so the theater we're doing today is le petit theater in new orleans 
And okay. I am have to interrupt already. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so stoked for this episode. I love New Orleans. Anything New Orleans. Lena and I also have also been to New Orleans together. Yes, we did. Did not see any theater while we were there, but no, and whatever. we didn't even see. Did we do any ghosty things? Well, our yeah, we did. No, we did a we did a haunted tour, and then we did a vampire tour. I think we did two tours, and then we did uh, we stayed in a haunted hotel. Oh yeah, we we stayed the in the haunted hotel. The story. So we were taking a women in voodoo course in college and we went to new orleans for it and basically we were staying at this hotel that used to be a hospital during the civil, civil war. war yeah civil war and like we knew we, we had we had read a lot of stories about this hotel being haunted and we check into our room and literally like the first the first it was during the daytime too and it, i'm sorry if spooky shit's happening during the day yeah. that place is like <laughs> has some extra ghosts and uh basically we're, we turned on the TV. I think we were like watching whatever was on. I think it was Friends. But all of a sudden, like the, the channel kept flickering to uh, like a basketball game. A basketball game. game. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a basketball game. And we like were like, okay, that was like a weird fluke thing. Maybe it's just like, like, like a, something's wrong with the remote. And we changed it back to Friends. And it was like jumping from like station like 33 to like 64. It wasn't like just going like up and down between stations. It was like changing changing tv stations and or channels i guess they're not stations um <laughs> and basically we were like okay that was weird it did it again and so we, we went back to to friends and it went back to the game and finally we like talked out loud and we were like if there is a ghost in here like and it's trying to change the channel like do it like do it one more time like let us know that it's actually like it's not just a fluke thing and so we changed it back to friends and then it changed back again. And we literally said out loud, we were like, all right, we're just going to leave that on for you. Like, <laughs> clearly, clearly you want to watch, watch the game. The game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, we were both like, if you want to watch the game, you want to watch the game. We're not here to make waves. Let's get along. We're here. We're here for like the next seven days. Um, it was freaky, though. And it then was the lights weird. would flicker all the time. Yeah. And we would always shower and go to the bathroom with the, with the door open. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was that's fun, where though. you die is the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then I remember, like, I, I explicitly remember being, like, in the bathroom at some point, and I remember, like, just feeling like somebody was watching me, and I was like, I can't do this. So I really, scary. I don't know, I don't have the wherewithal to do that. Yeah. Yikes. Good story to get us started on yeah. New Orleans. I'm very excited. <laughs> New Orleans tale. Um, okay, Le Petit. So, the full name, and this is going to be a, a slaughterer. <laughs> But the full name is Le Petit Theatre du Vaucaré. <laughs> wow, that was good. Did you study abroad? Oh my God, did you? Are you French? Are you French? That's really, that was actually honestly very impressive. Oh my God, thanks. You're welcome. Someone's been practicing. Yeah, I did. I did look up how to pronounce it. And even then, I'm not 100%. Le Petit is a small professional theater in the French Quarter of New Orleans. Le Petit Theater's original structure was built in 1789, but was destroyed in New Orleans' Second Great Fire in 1794. So the building was rebuilt on the same plot of land, a new building, a few years Mm -hmm. later in 1797. During the Civil War, this building was taken over by Union General Benjamin Butler and used as barracks. And we're going to talk about this more a little later. The Drawing Room Players, which was a group of theater artists who performed out of one of the members' drawing rooms, first got their start in 1916. While they were only a small group, their passion showed and they grew a large and regular audience. That's such a cute name. I just love how they're like, well, we're performing out of the drawing room, so let's just call ourselves drawing room. I love that too. It's so so cute. cute. Super cute. 
The company was eventually able to move to rent a theater space on the second floor of a building, which, while being better than the drawing room, was not yet an ideal fit because it wasn't a real theater space. Right. Luckily, in 1922, the players had built enough of a reputation to merit buying a property they could turn into their own theater. So they bought the building. The old barracks. The old barracks. Yeah. And if you go to the... um, The old barracks that that was on land that had burned down. Yes. Exactly. So we're already we're already planting some ghost seeds yes. here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is cursed land. Great. Um and if you go to the page you can see the picture. Oh, okay, let me see. And we'll post this photo on. It's like an old photo, a 1922. Beautiful. Yes. Photo of the Theater. Spooky. Love it. Yeah. So the Irish playwright Lord Dunsany even visited the th- the city to formally launch their new place. So they were like a big deal in New Orleans. Dope. Very cool. Are they still around? Can I ask? Like, are is like is there anything called like the drawing room players? So now I think that the drawing room players is like a it's like a donor thing. Now, oh, very cool. That's cool. It's just nice that like that name's like still kept still kept in association with the theater. Yeah, cool, cute. So the drawing room players decided to name their new space Les Petites. What I just said. <laughs> the long <laughs> she's French like, name. She's like, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, which literally means the little theater of the old square, referring to nice. the French Quarter. Nice. During this time, the US theater scene was focusing on something they called the little theater movement, hmm. where they were there was a strong push to produce good theater outside of Broadway. Oh, great. Well, which yeah, we're love still that. Chicago. Well, Chicago does it best, so. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Thus, Le Petit Theater feels like a very fitting name for how this troupe pretty much exemplified that movement. Yeah, that's really neat. And I don't, I mean, maybe I just don't remember this, but it's interesting that, I mean, I, I'm surprised I hadn't learned that, like, term in theater history. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like. Little theater movement? Small, like, yeah, like the little theater movement. Yeah, like, I know, that's so I know. Cool. I hadn't that's heard cool. that either. And it's very empowering. Yeah, I know. I agree. Hmm. Le Petit still operates out of the same structure the drawing room players first founded in 1922. The theater was restored in 1963 to add an additional theater space and dressing rooms, as well as some office spaces. And then when they was reno- that? Wait, wait when, mm-hmm. when was the renovation? 1963 was the first okay. one. And cool. then they renovated again in 2011. After okay, being- love this. After being what? Um, they were partially bought out by a restaurateur who turned part of the space into a new restaurant. So it's half theater, half I want to like, go nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I know, isn't go. that nice? Yeah, the reason I asked about the restoration too is like, anytime there's a restoration, you're going to kick up old spirits. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there were two and the fact that there was one so recently, I would like to go now. Yeah. Oh my God, now. it's so <laughs> Right now. Um, oh, and Mercedes adds... This wasn't just adding a restaurant. It was high key, a huge deal and like a multi-million dollar upgrade. So work. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's in the same spot it's been in for almost 100 years, which is pretty crazy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Le Petit has been recognized as one of the leading small theaters in the nation and is also known as New Orleans' most historic theater. Dope. So it's that's I don't know how haunted. we did not look this up. We should have looked this up and gone when we were in New Orleans. Oh, I know. We didn't do any theater stuff in New Orleans. Yeah. Shine in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the history. Do you have any love questions? It. No, I just love that I can like one day go, hopefully, God willing. <laughs> I love that like one day we can go and get little like dinner and a show oh, on the yeah. same corner. 
<laughs> okay, so let's get into the hauntings. Let's do it. To preface, this place has so many ghosts. I literally can't wait. I no. can only imagine. We could legitimately probably do like two parts on this. Mercedes had to cut out quite a few stories here because there were too okay, many. Okay, that means that we're going to get like the best of the best. Yeah, exactly. But with all the, these tales, it makes sense that a lot of people would cite Le Petit as the most haunted theater in the U.S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first ghost is known as the soldier. When the players moved to the theater in 1922, some believed they awoke spirits that had been dormant until then, up until then. Mm-hmm. Reportedly, the ghosts of Union soldiers began wandering the hallways of Le Petit once more. Not all were seen, though. Often the players just heard muffled voices and heavily booted footsteps. However, okay, I've one heard of those, the uni- by the way. I was just, I was going to ask you later, like oh, right sorry. after Go this. Ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, one of the Union soldiers did appear as a full body apparition. He has been seen looking at a blank wall as if a mirror was in front of him. He adjusts his clothing, gives himself a <gasps> will once over. Shut up. And then he's, when he's satisfied he, with his appearance, <gasps> he's, he'll smile and then vanish. I bet you he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I yeah, bet you he's hot. probably. Okay, I love that whole vision. I know, That's right? That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, but you like started to bring this up. You have had a ghosty footstep scare. Well, yeah, and it was a soldier, and it was, like, heavy boots, like, sort of sounds. In a hotel, like in that, right? Yeah, in a hotel, like, La Jolla, California, and, like, so, like, San Diego Harbor is in San Diego, believe it or not, and it's, like, a huge, like, it's a huge sort of, like, port where soldiers would get shipped out, like, during World War II, and basically, they would stay at this hotel, me and my family stayed there, and you, it was horrifying. You could hear people, I'm not shitting you. I, I there. I, one day we should just do an episode on this hotel because like I had so many experiences here. You would hear people running through the halls, and it would just like be kind of like slow at first, like more like just like walking, but heavy boots. And then they would just like walk faster and faster, and then it just sounded like there were boots, like multiple people in like heavy boots running through the hallway. And then you'd open your door, and there'd be no one there. And by the way, this was happening at like three o'clock in the morning. That is so scary. I didn't sleep at all that night, bitch. That was so scary. Oof. Oh God. The next one is. Um, the former manager of the theater. Okay, love. People think. Um, one of the more aggressive, he's one of the more aggressive spirit, spirits. He- spirits. <laughs> A spirit. <laughs> um, he's one of the more aggressive spirits at Le Petit. And he was apparently a very angry and troubled man in life and is known to harass employees now from beyond the grave. Uh-oh. It is alleged that he, for reasons not known, took his own life in his office hmm. and apparently did this in the middle of a work day. So other employees Yeah. So other employees were there for this. That's so heartbreaking. I know. That's so heartbreaking. It's awful. Um currently employees who have worked late in the in that very office have reported feeling his gaze. And others have Oof. heard the sounds of banging drawers, slamming doors, and have had personal items disappear. Yikes. Mercedes writes, Yikes. I'm not actually sure why that stuff is just attributed to him. I think because he was a generally bad slash mean manager. People yeah. think that loud, startling noises and stolen things are him just because he's a bit of a malevolent spirit. Yeah. And like, yeah. And, or like he like, <clears throat> when he was alive, he's probably like slamming shit around, which is kind of yeah. like angry or something. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. In life. Which honestly makes me think it's like, what would your, what would, pop quiz, what would your residual energy do? 
Oh like my gosh, if, I would if, just like, be like, if, like hey. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Hi, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, you would. You would be like the funnest ghost to be around. Literally, like you would just kind of like hang out. You know what I mean? I would just like watch if, watch people. Yeah. And like maybe talk yeah. with them a little, but like nothing is too scary. No, totally. And I feel like if I'm trying to like picture like if I stepped into like Lena's home after she died, like what what would happen in that house? I think that I would like skip when you first walked in to my house, my ghost house. Mm-hmm. I would like freak you out right off the bat. And then I'd be like, oh, just kidding. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, bitch. Yes, absolutely. That's it. That is that is the that is the Lena brand. You would just like scare the shit out of me. Like, just kidding, girl. What's up? Yeah, like, hey. Yeah. Okay. Also, you know, I know exactly what you would do too. Anytime, like, someone like in your haunted house mm-hmm. would like anytime they like log into Netflix, you would just like put on like any Ryan Murphy show. Or, like, you would just or put like on, like, West true Wing. crime shit. <laughs> yeah, you'd put on, like, all your favorite shows. I just associate you with, like, TV so, so much. Like you're Oh, like, really? Yeah, I think you're, like, a little bit of a, a TV connoisseur. I do. I do watch a lot of TV. Like, more than... Yeah. Not that I don't watch movies, but, like, I watch movies with people, and I yeah. watch TV alone. And you and you, and you you hold it in a really sacred place, which I respect. I mean, and you, and you, you really watch TV that, like, is like critically acclaimed mm-hmm. and you get into it and you like you analyze it and so I just think that mm-hmm. I think that that's what you would do I think you would kind of like be like that ghost in in our in our um hotel room that wanted to watch the football game except you want to watch Ratchet yeah <laughs> although oh I'm sorry Here to say comes. like I'm watching Ratchet and like I mean Sarah Paulson is as Wait. always literally everything like I would die Absolutely. for her period but and as is Cynthia Nixon and Sharon Stone and like it's a good cast, but like How's Finn Whitrock? He's good. He's I like love him. plays a like scary, creepy guy, but he loves that shit. Yeah, he, he does. loves playing those roles. But I don't know. To me, it's just like too close to American Horror Story where I'm yeah. like, I just feel for almost like forget that I'm watching a different show and I, I kind of yeah. just like want it to be different because right because you want it to be like it's like kind of an uncanny valley thing where you're like watching it and it feels like American Horror Story, but it's like not going into the AHS like totally into that universe so you're like waiting for it to but it never will because it's not American Horror Story yeah and and also like I get that they're they're just going completely off like this is like a literary character that they're doing right. a backstory of which like I get you can do like whatever you want because she doesn't have a lot of backstory to begin with like in the book or right. the or the movie right. but I don't know sometimes I'm just like dang you're like taking some liberties like totally you know? totally yeah anyway absolutely but it's good I mean like I, I like it but yeah. like it's enjoyable, but I just kind of, anyway, totally. you know. Oh, well. um, side note. I know we're talking about a lot of random things that don't no, have that's to fine. do with. I also would love to get to what I would do as a ghost. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a sip of my coffee and think about it. Some ASMR coffee drinking. I'm thinking about what you would do. Um. Yes, I would probably... I'd probably be honestly a really annoying ghost that like won't stop singing. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be part of it. Like you anytime like you're just like hanging out and like enjoying the peace and quiet, I'd probably be singing some stupid shit. So that's one. I think I'd be annoying. Yeah, you'd more be like anything. singing like show tunes. Show tunes or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Fleetwood Mac or something. And oh, yeah, whoever yeah. was like around would be like, Can you literally please stop singing? Or like Bowie, um, Bowie or something. Yeah, and then I'd probably I think I like to think that I'd help wash dishes. 
Like, I just like, I think it's kind of cute. Like, I think, I don't know. Dishes are kind of like, um, like you just have them done. Meditative. The the person gets back. Yeah. Like they're like out, they're like out at work, you know, if we ever work at an office again and they come home and they're like, Oh, I thought I had left all these. I remember like leaving all these dirty dishes in the sink. What what happened? And I'm just like, I'm like just in the corner. Like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. You would be like a little domestic helper ghost. Not really. Yes. But just with the dishes. I think it'd be kind of fun. (laughs) Just not with the laundry. The Never line. the laundry. Yeah. I and actually not with the trash. Do like dishes. Doing dishes. They're nice. My it's favorite very meditative. Chore. I agree. So anyway, what was the other thing you were gonna bring up I before I just wanted to talk about myself? Oh yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say, who is excited for the West Wing play? <laughs> <laughs> Hope y'all cheered. <laughs> yeah. You're like, who's excited? Everyone's song. like, we are, we are. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So the next ghost is Caroline. In the Ooh. early years of the theater, during a production at Le Petit, one of the actresses was having an affair. Some say it was with a maintenance worker. Some say it was with a local drifter. Others claim mm. it was one of her co-stars or a producer of the show. <laughs> so okay, so those literally are a could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Pick one, yeah. whichever one suits your fancy. What we know is that her body was apparently found hanging from one of the ropes attached to the Jeez. catwalk. Yeah. When was this? Like, what point? Was this after the Early manager? years of the theater. Yeah, I think so. But no, no, no. Before the manager. God, this place has some bad energy. I know. This could have been a suicide, um, an accident, or murder. No one is really clear. Jeez. It is believed that her name was Caroline, and that now in death, she can be seen walking the catwalks occasionally. Mm. Alex Smith, a former technical director at Le Petit, has a story from one of his last nights at the theater that could be the work of Caroline. One night at around 3 a.m., Alex says, I found myself, as many technical directors do, alone in the theater working on the stage, preparing for the next big production. On this night, the space was quiet, peaceful. Even the music I'd been playing on the sound system had died down. Queen's greatest hits, exhausting itself as the final guitar strums reverberated across the stage. With no oh, warning. This is very, this is, I'm sorry, this is so like beautiful. I know, it's written. like so poetic. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, with no warning, a loud swoosh was heard from the stage right leg curtain, and it fluttered just like something was rapidly sliding down it, jerking near the bottom and wavering about as if someone was shaking up against it. Nearly as quickly as it started, the curtain became calm, swinging from, the, from upstage to downstage like a lazy pendulum from near its base, till it settled finally on its own, as if nothing untoward had occurred. That's... Ugh. Right? You know, when I'm scared, I cry, and my eyes are, like, watering a little bit Really? Just because, just because, like, I know, like, as you do too, like, I know what it's like to be in a theater so, like, late at night, and, like, when it is kind of like a mellow vibe and there's not that many people like it, there is something really, it's like, it's like being in a church in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's just kind of like, it's like a sacred space. And it's like, there's such an electricity to it. And yeah, I don't know. My, my eyes are watering just cause that, it's creepy. Yeah. It's it really is. Creepy. Yeah. Alone too. Ooh, scary. Alex called out. Hello. <laughs> Shouting the names of the few others who had keys to the building. Slowly, this is another quote, slowly I made my way to the center of the stage, hoping against hope to see someone putzing around behind the curtain, end quote. Smith checked the air conditioner, which could have kicked on and started the curtain moving, but it was off. Mm. Mm. Another quote, 
Nothing had fallen from the defunct catwalk, nor the batten the leg was hung from. As I dared to get closer, now slightly more cautious than a moment before, I started to hear the sound again, right in front of me. Uh. At that point, Smith dropped his work, raced out of the theater, and swore not, and again, quote, swore not to work in that place alone at night again. (gasps) Smith, Smith admits... I'm still on the fence about the paranormal. However, I can't explain what I experienced that night, and I'll be darned if anyone else can either. And then Mercedes writes, I want to believe this guy, but his quote from that night reads like a short story. So I don't know how reliable he is as a source, <laughs> which is Listen, funny. Listen, I just think he that. knows how to write. I think he just knows how to write. That is so spooky that he heard it again. I know. Oof. That honestly, I know it's like not that that crazy of a manifestation, but that is... I. Th- in my opinion, that's one of the creepiest stories we've told on this podcast I know, it's so just far. So scary! It's so scary, and it's it's just so ominous, and like it's like so like oddly specific, but in in like a random way, where it's like he heard it, saw it, and then he like and then like whatever happened happened, and then he like checked everything out, and then he like was right in front of him. He was like hearing it. Yeah. Well, in a spe- and like go ahead. And again, again, just given the context of like what it could be alluding to, like what that sound could yeah. be alluding to. Well, and especially because technical directors, like, it's their, it's like their theater, like, you know, like the stage and like that space is like, they're always yeah. in there and like very familiar with it. And like, yeah, you know, it's like and an so, ordinary, it's like their home. Like, yeah. it's like very, yeah. So it's just even, that makes it like even scarier, you know, to Absolutely. me, like, That's just spooky. cause it's like, I agree. It's like so familiar. And then that crazy thing happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, the next ghost is the captain. Mm. One of the most recently beloved ghosts at Le Petit Theater is a dapperly dressed gentleman known as the Captain. He is typically recognized by a strong scent of pipe tobacco and cologne. More ghost scents. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to come up with our own ghost scent and release it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like a perfume. (laughs) A ghost-like ghost light. Yeah, ghost-like ghost scent. Yeah, a ghost-like ghost scent. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost-like, 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 ghost-like. The Captain is believed to be somewhat of a ghostly prophet. It is said that if he applauds after the premiere of a show, that show is going to be a hit. Ooh, mm-hmm. listen, I love shit like that. I love that because it's like it's like ghosts combined with superstitions. Yeah, yeah, true. It's a kind of an intersection. There, I love that. It's a good point. The captain's love of theater supposedly stems from an actress that he had fallen deeply and madly in love with and that Aww. he attends each premiere in hopes that he'll see her on stage Aww. at least one more time. I know. Sadly, That's so cute. I know. Sadly, his true love has yet to appear before him. As yeah. far as we know. T. I'm not sure about the time. Oh, this is Mercedes. I'm not sure about the timelines here, but like, what if his lady love is Caroline? <gasps> oh, my God. Right? That's, that's that. Yep. There it could be. And they can Indeed. meet up and have like a Disney's Haunted Mansion starring Eddie Murphy moment. <laughs> that's also Mercedes. <laughs> One um, of the best films of all time. I know. We, this is the second time we've talked about Haunted Mansion on this. And we'll talk about it. And we will talk about it again. <laughs> I love him. I love the captain and Caroline. Absolutely. Stand, we stand. We, we ship them. Yeah, ship. That, that's more we appropriate. Ship. Yeah. Okay. The next one is The Bride. Classic. Classic. Give me a good bride, baby. I know. Love bride, a bride baby. Ghost. So, since its conception, one of the main uses of this space has been for large gatherings and events. Unfortunately, some of the events that took place here have a not-so-happy ending. One of the ghosts said to still haunt Le Petit is the ghost of a bride whose wedding... This is also, like, a terrible one and sad. 
she is a bride whose wedding took place before the theater was even used by the drawing room players. So it must have been so, used for just events. It was an event space, it sounds like. So this so this was between most likely barracks, like it being barracks and the theater behind the building. Yes. Probably used for events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Um which by the way, who would get married in like old Civil War barracks? I mean, they probably like made it not after the Civil War. They probably like updated Just it. Just it up. Yeah. But still, I'm not gonna be like, our venue is an old barracks from the Civil War. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but it probably wasn't like like... marketed, like marketing wasn't the same back then. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. I don't think people like, I don't know. Yeah. Totally. At the wedding, everything seemed to be going well. However, the bride was apparently troubled and no one knew why. She is said to have jumped off the side of the theater to her death on the day of her wedding, still in her wedding gown. Ever since her death, visitors have reported seeing the apparition of a bride standing on the ledge she jumped from. That is so sad. I know. But I will say a beautiful image in a, in a sad way. Yeah, like very haunted image. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sad. So those are the ghosts. And the cedar has it all. I know. Isn't that- The cedar has it all. We got a soldier. We got a captain. We got Caroline. We got a bride. We mm. have romance gone wrong. We got romance. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. I know. That bride one is sad, though. That's like the saddest one. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot of sadness. Well, in actually, and Caroline. Yeah. But basically all of these stories. Yeah. And the theater manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 True. Anyway, so should we do our bonus content? Let's do it. Today, it's called Scream Time. Scream Time. <laughs> okay. That's enough Scream Time for today. <laughs> oh my god my scream time is up 50 yeah. percent this week <laughs> that's fucking funny it's that time again for us to dive into a superstition specter spooky story or supernatural creature so today's uh bonus content is a little different and i'm very excited about it we have our first <laughs> listener story of a ghostly encounter yes, yes. oh my god i'm so excited what's their name this is a story from Shoshana. Yes. Thank you, Shoshana. I'm so excited. I know, me too. I'm and so excited. Neither of us have heard this yet, so I'm reading it for the first time. This is amazing. And also, by the way, for anyone out there who has any ghost stories, send them to ghostlightctc at gmail.com and we'll read them on the episodes if you want. Please. Okay. Ready? Ready. I had just started my freshman year at Cornell University and was staying in a triple room in the oldest female dormitory on campus. Like, this place was built in 1872 and it shows. (laughs) (laughs) The setup of our room was basically a U with my bed horizontal and at a vantage point to see both of my roommate's beds from my bed if I was laying on my side. One night, early in October, just around the time when it gets super dark and chilly super early in the day, I was settled into sleep a little earlier than normal. Because it's freaking Cornell and I was exhausted all of the time that year, I had fallen asleep on my side like usual and woke up a few hours after I'd initially passed out. Mm -mm. I was still pretty sleepy, but what I saw immediately caused a pit to open up in my stomach. There was this this huge, like massive black shape curled Mm. over itself, crouching between (gasps) my roommate's beds. (gasps) Oh, <laughs> I'm literally going to cry. I cry when I'm scared. I, can, I'm scared. I cry when I'm scared. I'm going to cry. Oof. I thought I was seeing things, so started rubbing my eyes and trying to wake up. 
But the more I woke up, the clearer everything got. No, it was that is horrifying. Yeah, it was very much actually there. Just this big black mass that looked very, very wrong. I wanted to rationalize. So I thought, okay, I went to bed early. This has to be one of my roommates just kneeling there. <laughs> but oh the God, thing wasn't make... even moving. And what's worse, when I looked over at their beds, I could clearly see both of my roommates sound asleep. So basically, I decided I was way too tired for that shit, turned to the, face the wall and fell asleep again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for the oh rest God, of the I year, that. I only ever slept facing the wall. Oh, I did end up looking into it later. Turns out in 1983, a man murdered two girls in that dorm from Petrified in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm Petrified in Chicago. Me too. I'm petrified. That is so scary. I'm literally like my eyes are watering right now. That's so horrifying. It's so And scary. the way that. And very twitches. How... <laughs> Did you just reference a decom? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Queen of my heart. Black mass. Um, yeah. Very. The shadow. The shadows are. What do they call it? The shadow man? The shadow? Yeah, something like that. The, the darkness. The, the darkness, darkness is coming. The shadow. Um, <laughs> that is so true. And that's so scary. How did she describe it? She just said it looked weird or looked odd what was the word a massive black shape curled over itself crouching between my roommate's bed i thought of blah 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 blah. oh yeah it looked very very wrong that is like that phrasing to me just is extra creepy because like it has to be pretty fucked up if you're looking at it you're like i don't know how to describe it it just looks wrong yeah and it's like a almost that's almost like a feeling thing yeah exactly exactly like you oh my god yeah scary for the roommates yeah but also like iconic that she was just like you know what Mm, too tired for that i'm just gonna Roll over and, and wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. She's like, not tonight. Not tonight, Satan. Not I would have tonight. thrown milk at it. Milk? Lena? And the, it's a black mass. I don't know. I just, just <laughs> thought of it this second. Oh <laughs> Do you just sleep with milk next to your bed, bitch? I would have um, to try to, like, figure out what it is, you know? But why not anything else? Why because milk? Then, because I feel like you could see the white milk. On the black sheet. Why wouldn't you just like throw some light on it or something? I just don't know if milk. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if that's going to do what a, you wanted to do. My, the plan wasn't thought through. Thought out. Yeah, yeah. thought out. <laughs> it was just... um, but that was just my initial. <laughs> Great. I mean, follow, you know, go with your gut, I guess. Um, but so scary. That's horrifying. That's so scary. Shoshana, and we're sorry. <laughs> pour, pour it out for Shoshana. Yeah. Um. I think I would have to do more than just face the other wall, by the way. I mean, I don't think I could stay in that room. That's what period. I mean. Like, I feel I think, like I would like want to investigate. But also if you're tired and during college, like I get it too. No, I mean no, I mean like afterwards. Like I would move that do- out of that dorm. Oh. And so I'm just saying good on you, Shoshana, for being able to like live there the rest of the year. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it. Yeah, that's so scary. I wonder if she ever had any weird experiences than I. again. Like after I know, that. right? Yeah. We'll have to follow hmm. up. Follow up. Um, well, thank you so yes. much for like writing us a story. That's so yeah, exciting. Thank you, you. You win first, first um, listener, listener story. story. I know. First listener story. So please story. write us, as Chase already said, um, at ghostlightctc at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Awesome. Or or even that you can so DM fun. us. Oh my God. Yeah. On our Instagram, God. which is also so ghostlightctc. Yeah. I like to think that we keep up. <laughs> anyway, that is the end of our app. Any fo- any uh, closing thoughts? 
know except for the fact that Le Petit Theater sounds like super iconic. Sounds like I can see why it's arguably the most haunted theater in the United States. And I really want to go. So um, let's make that happen. Let's do that. Yeah, we have to like start a list of all these places we want to go to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you all so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out other CTC podcasts as well. And if you would like to further support Ghostlight, please rate us and leave a review. And honestly, what helps more than anything is just sending this podcast to friends and family and whoever. Finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at GhostlightCTC. And should you have any spooky stories, again, please send them our way. And they don't have to be theater related. They can just be a ghosty story. Thank you so, so much for listening. We love you so much. And don't forget to leave the light on. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Oh, my God. I was like, (laughs) who's that? Hi. I'm eating my fried rice. How are you doing? Oh, fried rice sounds... I just saw the scariest thing. What? A ghost. <laughs> it was horrifying. A ghost. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Gonna have to get a lock for my recording studio so so my yeah. boyfriend doesn't take over.